From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB, VK4 Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing October 30, 2011. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. The Australian Communications and Media Authority have issued new draft guidelines for retransmission of digital television services, including retransmission of services provided by the new Viewer Access Satellite Television, the VAST satellite service. In small or isolated population centres where terrestrial television reception is poor or non-existent, Local organisations such as councils and mining companies frequently provide television services on a self-help basis. These self-help providers retransmit the commercial and national television broadcast services using their own infrastructure. VAST will offer all Australians who do not receive adequate terrestrial television coverage the same number and quality of digital television services as in major cities, including all digital multi-channels and HDTV. Self-help providers will be expected to provide all available terrestrial television services using MPEG-2 video coding, along with service information such as EPGs, channel numbers and closed captioning. Whilst on ACMA Matters, I'm sure they'll find of interest an article in an Australian online publication, Lifehacker, which suggests ways to create RFI to your neighbours who play their music too loud. Evil genius and electrical guru Junk Messiah over at Reddit came up with this DIY solution, which includes a cheap CB radio, linear amp and a bottom-loaded CB antenna. They suggest you get your antenna close as you can to the noise next door and fire up. Amplifier sections are not shielded in those plastic ready-made toys and the resulting AM signal will impact it. In this case, they ran a continuous 6 kHz tone from a signal generator, which was more than enough to blow it up good. Regional radio censored over lack of local content. The ACMA have found regional Queensland radio station 4MIC, operating out of Mount Isa as Hot FM, failed to broadcast the designated minimum of local content required under its licence. The rebuke from the media watchdog was the result of an audit of regional radio stations right across Australia. Banyul and Ilumbic weekly reporter Megan Wames in an article well worth a read this week entitled CFA aims to widen radio coverage. Radio coverage that failed during the Black Saturday bushfires could be improved with new CFA radio transmitting towers. CFA has identified 52 locations where radio reception is poor or even non-existent. Several of these so-called black spots are in Whittlesea and Nillambic, including areas around Eltham and St Andrews. The 2009 Victorian Bushfires Royal Commission found one of the major problems on that Black Saturday was the shortcomings of CFA radio communication. The CFA announced last week 12 to 15 new fixed radio repeaters would be built across the state to improve signals. More than 3,500 touchscreen computers will be installed bedside in South Australian public hospitals to improve patient care and safety. The bedside computers will be able to show the patient relevant health information, x-rays and test results on screen at their bedside. Also, the computers will offer patients access to all digital television and radio stations, a range of pay television channels, movies, a phone line and the internet. XYL becomes YL with RFI treatment. RF is the latest technique being incorporated into anti-aging skin treatments. 
Dermal Matrix Therapy Radio Frequency is said to help tighten skin on the face and body through the use of heat, which penetrates deep into dermis layer and stimulates the production of collagen. The radio frequency is generated through a machine with various metal attachments for the face. There are two different sized pads which are massaged over the skin during the 40-minute treatment. Unconfirmed suggestions are the power is up to 8 watts and a radio frequency of around 13.5 megahertz is often used. Midland On Air, a community radio station for Midland, West Australia, could be up and running within 12 months. The station would unite the community, promote local artists, businesses and produce broadcasting to Midland, the Swan Valley and Hills. Other cities have got their own station like Rockingham, Mandurah and Gosnells, so why not Midlands, asked the committee. No word in yet as to ACMA's response and if frequencies exist for this proposed Midland on-air station. Cyclone Sunday today, Sunday 30. It is coming up to that time of year in the north of Australia when all should be thinking about preparations for the cyclone season. As the news goes to air today, the Townsville City Council is holding the annual Cyclone Sunday Emergency Expo and you're invited to head along regardless if you're new to town, driving through or have lived in the north for many years. To get information about what needs to be done to successfully weather curly winds, horizontal rain, sudden flooding, panic buying, loss of electrons and extended shop closing hours, we suggest you pop along to the Strand Park from 9am until noon today, Sunday October 30 and entry is free. From VK1 WIA, this is the National News Service. Tune in today, focus on tomorrow. WIA National Field Day 2012. The dates of the next WIA National Field Day is the weekend of the 14th and 15th of April 2012. Providing two days of possible operation will provide clubs with some flexibility of either Saturday or Sunday to suit their local community. Acknowledging valuable feedback, some revision of the rules and guidelines of the 2012 event will be advised. Remember this is not a traditional amateur radio contest. The rewarding or recognition of clubs who take pride in their preparation and presentation will still be encouraged. The objective of the WIA National Field Day is to positively place the hobby of amateur radio in front of the general public to provide the various clubs with an opportunity to promote their activities and increase the awareness of amateur radio training opportunities either via the local clubs or the amateur radio fraternity as a whole. The event will continue to be coordinated and managed by a small committee. WIA members have been invited to express their interest in joining the National Field Day Committee for 2012. This has been Philip, VK3JNI for the WIA Broadcast News. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. AMS across Australia, e-waste cleanup day. Amateurs in the inner west of Sydney are informed that there will be an e-waste cleanup day Saturday, November 12, at the rear of the Canterbury Council Chambers, Campsie. This is a good opportunity to dispose of your old CRT monitors and TVs, as well as computers, mobile phones and other electronic equipment. VK3 WIA Annual Conference Mildura happens May 25, 26 and 27. Details are now on wia.org.au. The host club is the Sun Raise Your Radio Group, led by Gary VK3KYF and Noel VK3FI. WIA members who register for the event will be able to participate in a range of fascinating and memorable activities. 
Now with further on the Centenary Award and VK100 ARV, here is Jim Linton. The special call sign VK100 ARV begins this Tuesday. The Scout, Radio and Electronics Unit fires up from Gilwell Park on ATF and Slow Scan TV. On Wednesday night, it will be on the digital ATV repeater VK3RTV and also the D-Expanse. Thursday and Friday, we'll see action from Luke VK3HJ, Terry VK3UP and Tony VK3VTH. Then for five days, the Western and Northern Amateur Radio Club takes its turn. Every valid contact with VK100 ARV earns 10 bonus points towards the Amateur Radio Victoria Centenary Award. See www.amateurradio.com.au for more details. I'm Jim Linton, VK3 BC, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. VK4 and both VK4 RCA systems have been permanently removed from Mount Yarraba and will be resited at VK4 RIK Mount Harran. The IRLP node is active 6163 and simplex on 146.550 with a DTMF of 123. And VK5, the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest, commercial vendors and second-hand sellers in attendance, displays and demonstrations. Goodwood Community Centre, Rosa Street, 0930, tea, coffee, snacks and barbecue. Visit ahars.com.au for contact details. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. What use is an F-call? Nothing. Nothing at all. Well, that is, unless you practice. You're sure to have heard the expression, practice makes perfect. In any environment, learning about the task at hand is only a very small part of the process. The learning part for an F call, for me, was spent listening to a very entertaining lecture over a weekend. There was a practical component, to be sure. I keyed the microphone a couple of times, adjusted a radio, used a multimeter, and connected a PL259 to its SO239. The vast majority of time was spent reading, listening, and looking at diagrams. Another weekend and a few exams, and I had a foundation license. My official practical airtime could be counted in minutes on the fingers of one hand. So why do I sound so confident on air today, if all of my practical time was so short? Well, I've had experience in practice in another area. I've conducted some 1500 radio interviews lasting from 5 to 30 minutes each, so my airtime is a little higher than 5 minutes. I also have an aviation radio license, which forced me to learn my phonetic alphabet. This means that I will sound confident on air, but it doesn't mean that I have lots of practical experience in all of the amateur radio field. I know that this is an issue so I set out to practice lots. In different situations and environments, different radios, different locations, different people around, different power, antenna, etc. I try to go out of my way learning about the impacts of settings, connectors, etc. I'd read the user manual of my radio. 
I read articles online. The IARU Ethics and Operations Procedures for the Radio Amateur, you name it. I'll have a go at reading it. I was loaned a copy of the Department of Civil Aviation Technical Training Section on Transmission Lines and Waveguides, and for light reading I plan to at least get the gist of what is being discussed. While I realise that I'm possibly a little eccentric in my thirst for information, you may want to start your own path towards this. I started with Practice Makes Perfect, and in a technical hobby such as amateur radio that's the best advice I can give you. Key your mic, terminate a patch lead, make an antenna, mount a mast, do it all. If you're not handy, that's you're not really sure how to crimp a connector or how to cut a cable, ask another amateur or join an amateur radio club and ask there during practical sessions. It's easy to sound confident, to look confident, to be confident, if you practice. A teenage friend of mine commented recently that they were not sure if they made the right decision. I pointed out that learning is all about making decisions, both good ones and bad ones. One final comment. While this is amateur radio, that doesn't mean you cannot be professional in your approach. What I mean is that the amateur component of amateur radio refers to commercial use, not the professionalism of the participants. Be prepared, practice, and most of all, have fun. This is a hobby after all. I'm Ono, VK6, Fox Lima Alpha Bravo. Radio in your inbox, VK1WIA, now podcasting to the world. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Fiji Broadcasting Corporation Television has started airing its first free-to-air programs this week. Programs going to air are just test programs for the Greater Suva and Nosori area and are not the final program of FBC-TV. Education, entertainment, information programs feature and viewers in Fiji will be able to watch programs for free from the same programs that currently appear on the pay service. The official launching of FBC-TV is expected in November. X-Radio Centre will be preserved. A former naval radio communications facility in Nagasaki Prefecture and five other historic sites are expected to be designated soon by the government as important cultural assets. The facility in Sasebo is believed to have transmitted the fateful coded signal Climb Mount Nitaka, ordering the Imperial Japanese Navy to attack Pearl Harbour in December 1941 and thus triggered the Pacific War. The naval structure was built in southern Sasebo in 1922 and is noted for its three 136 metre tall concrete radio transmitter shafts and for being the only low-frequency radio telecommunication centre in Japan. It was taken out of service in 1997. The Japanese Navy was the first navy in the world to use wireless telegraphy in combat at the 1905 Battle of Tsushima. Radio frequency modules made in the United States ended up in the detonation systems of roadside bombs targeting coalition forces in Iraq, according to the US Justice Department. The department said it's seeking the extradition of four men who were arrested in Singapore on Monday. 
The department said the men, all citizens of Singapore, falsely told the Minnesota-based firm that made the modules that the parts were for a telecommunications project in Singapore. The modules, ordinarily used in wireless local area networks, have an encryption capability and can transmit data wirelessly up to 40 miles when configured with certain antennae. The indictment also charges three of the Singaporean men with a separate fraud conspiracy involving an attempt to acquire two types of military antennae from the United United States. California adds sales tax to Amazon.com. The governor of California has signed a bill that will allow the state to collect sales tax on all merchandise sold from Amazon.com. Amazon have until September 15, 2012 to implement state tax on all purchases made within the jurisdiction. Supporters of the new legislation are claiming that this will help small businesses compete with e-commerce companies that need fewer people to fill orders. Amazon claims that a sales tax will take away their competitive edge from their online bargain prices. Soundhound music application for identifying songs. Soundhound, whose music app can identify songs playing on the radio or hummed by its users, reports that it's been processing about 4 million Name That Tune requests per day. The statistic is interesting because it gives a glimpse of how popular music searches have become in the age of computers that can recognise both voice and sound. Apple iPhone 4S users may be enthralled with the device's Siri application, whose cheeky answers have become a viral staple on about 77,500 videos on YouTube. But the technology behind Siri is something that SoundHound has been developing for the last five years. So what are SoundHound's users clicking on? All sorts of things. Song lyrics, artist biographies, photos and greatest hits lists. Some even click over to iTunes or Amazon.com's MP3 store to buy the songs. In an age where there are tens of millions of songs online, finding the tune that your grandmother hummed to you as a child may be like searching for a needle in a digital haystack. Soundhound is aiming to find that needle for you. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Operational news, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline 2011. November 26 and 27, WIA, Spring VHF UHF Field Day. 2012. January, VK, Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF Contest. March 17 and 18, VK, John Moyle Memorial Field Day. June Long Weekend, VK Four Time, VK Shires Contest. July, First Full Weekend, NZART Memorial Contest. IARU Region 3 Operating Award. The award is available to licensed amateurs and SWLs. Contacts made after April 5, 1982 are eligible. QSL cards not required. Send certified list of eligible contacts from Logbook. Cost is US $4. Eligible countries are those in ITU Region 3 whose amateur societies are members of IAU Region 3. Current total of available countries is 34. Awards may be endorsed for any mode or band. Application to NZART Awards Manager. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. Five operators are active from Bhutan until 1 November. During the CQWWSSB contest this weekend... 29 and 30 October. Look for A52IR on 80 metres, A52PC on 40 metres, A52PP on 20 metres, 
A25A be on 15 metres and A51B on 10 metres. Outside the contest times they will work other bands and modes. Gerardi Jong is now active from Antarctica as ZS7KX. He is stationed at SANAE4 base, Vestler's Carvet, Queen Maud Land, Antarctica. He can be heard on 14175 MHz from 14 hours UTC, weather permitting. He will give a call every half hour until 1530 hours UTC. Gerard will be at SANAE4 until February 2012. IRLP GhostNet The first and possibly annual IRLP GhostNet will be meeting next week. The net will meet at 000 hours UTC on Monday, October 31, 5pm Sunday Pacific Time. It will meet on IRLP Reflector 9204. All are welcome to check in, and kids are encouraged to join in the spooky fun. Sutter, KI6ZON US Haunted Lighthouse Hop Look for Dan, KD3CQ, to activate the special event station W3H. Whiskey 3 Haunted on October 31st for Maryland's Lighthouses Point Lookout AIL HS USA 628 listed as one of the USA Haunted Lighthouses along with Point Lookout Light ARL HS USA 1409 and possibly Solomon's Lump ARL HS USA 767 A further look at Amateur Radio Magazine on this broadcast last week, we had the IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships, the New South Wales Department of Planning making radio mask laws more flexible, and what is happening on the bands. Now we look at technical articles. Portaloop MF Reception by Peter Parker, VK3YE, a sensitive field strength meter from Tony LaMarcia, VK2BTL, a simple microwave beeper by Lou Blasco, VK3ALB, and an audio compressor from Dale Hughes, VK1DSH. There's also a switch mode power supply repair from Eric Heinzel, VK5HSE, and a simple balanced line protector by Justin Giles-Clark, VK7TW. In history, the amateur operator certificate and the Morse code requirements is looked at by Lloyd Butler, VK5BR, and is a walk through the early days from Alan Elliott, VK3AL. Amateur Radio Magazine is part of the WIA membership and also at selected news agents. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. Vintage Film, The World of Amateur Radio. Dick Van Dyke, Barry Goldwater, K7UGA, Arthur Godfrey, K4LIB and many others extol the virtues of amateur radio in this vintage film from the 1970s. On YouTube, Tim Verthane, KC0JEZ, writes... I converted the old and somewhat damaged 60mm film to videotape many, many years ago when the technology to do that was rather archaic. I've now converted those old video reels to digital movies. Not the best quality, but still quite amusing. Watch Ham's Worldwide Amateur Radio Vintage Film. Google on YouTube for Tim KC0JEZ site. 
Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. On November the 9th at 2pm Eastern Time, televisions and radios across the USA will broadcast a series of beeps, followed by the message, This is a Test. While local and state components of the Emergency Alert System, EAS, are tested on a weekly and monthly basis respectively, this will mark the first time that Federal Government conducts a nationwide top-to-bottom test. EAS serves as the USA's public warning system. The test will last for approximately three minutes on all over-the-air broadcasts, cable television systems, wireless cable systems, satellite digital audio radio service providers and direct broadcast satellite providers. While state and local authorities typically utilise EAS for weather-related emergencies and public notices, such as amber child abduction alerts, it also serves as the primary means for the President to relay critical information to citizens during an emergency. Early warnings save lives, explained FCC Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau Chief James A. Barnett, Jr., in a recent release. This was demonstrated recently and dramatically during the major earthquake and tsunami that devastated eastern Japan. Except for Japan's early warning systems, loss of life would have been much higher. On November 9th at 2pm Eastern Time, your radio and TV stations will participate in the first ever nationwide test of the Emergency Alert System, or EAS. At that time, your regularly scheduled programming will be interrupted with an announcement that a test of the EAS is being conducted. Don't worry, this will only be a test. For more information, please visit the Federal Communications Commission's website at www.fcc.gov. Historic Car Rally, East Gippsland. Amateur radio operators will be visiting East Gippsland during the weekend of the 26th and the 27th of November to provide support for the Historic Rally Association of Victoria during their conduct of one of the biggest car rallies in Australia, with vehicles coming from all around Australia and New Zealand. This exercise will operate over two days and one night and will be in a forest area on back roads of the Princess Highway between Lakes Entrance and the township of Can River. An amateur radio communication system to provide vital safety reporting of cars' positions will operate through several two-metre repeaters previously established by the East Gippsland Amateur Radio Club. Providing communications along the highway, the reporting of vehicles' positions will be to one central control point to ensure the safety of all competitors. If you would like to be an operator at one of these control positions, have a close-up view of the event and spend a day in Gippsland Forest, please contact Cole Pomeroy. Email at colinpomeroy at bigpond.com. That is Charlie Oscar Lima, India, November, Papa Oscar Mike Romeo Oscar Yankee at bigpond.com or mobile on 0417 305 702. That number again, 0417 305 702. I'm Michael, Club's Publicity Officer, VK3HAU. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. And in other news, the Turkey earthquake. 
please avoid 7.092 MHz upper sideband. A magnitude 7.2 earthquake struck the Van region of eastern Turkey, causing great loss of life and hundreds of casualties. Radio amateurs from the Turkish National Amateur Radio Society, that's TRAC, are responding to assist with communications in the area. There are some frequencies in use on HF, currently used to link with government resources and this is meaning that some frequencies outside the amateur band plan and normal usage are being used until more equipment gets to the region. When this happens, more traffic should move to their normal emergency communications centre of activity frequencies. Please avoid causing QRM to emergency traffic on 7.092 MHz upper sideband. Upper sideband is being used to allow communications with a government station. Well, that's all the news I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. That takes us to the end of WIA National News. Just two items on the social scene today. One of them will be uh, November 20, that's the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest, and another one taking place today in Katoomba, west of Sydney. Fans of radio plays in western Sydney will be treated to a thriller and a comedy at Katoomba by the Blue Mountains Radio Players today, Sunday, October 29. The plays will be performed at Mountain Heritage Hotel and Spa. If you would like to find out more... You can telephone 47822-155. Say again, 47822-155. And as we said, November 20 in VK5, the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest, Goodwood Community Centre, Rosa Street, Goodwood at 0930 hours. You can visit ahars.com.au for contact details. And you can visit wia.org.au for all the contact details in stories you've heard in today's WIA National News. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.